good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Way Offsides. That's Way with Four A's. Not three, not two, not one, not even five. Four. Four's our lucky number. I don't know why. I just made that up. Don't ask me. I'm feeling good tonight, and I'm feeling good for one reason. Because, anybody want to guess? Bill, Chris? Look, I, I think you're feeling good because I'm uh, Al- Alabama made it to the bye week by smoking Tennessee. That is exactly correct. And oh, let me tell you. I thought you got a boo basket. I did not get my boo basket yet. I'm still waiting on my boo basket. Um, for those of you wondering what we're talking about, about two or three episodes ago. Um, it, it, look, we, we get into side was- tangents here, and Chris just, uh, I don't know, he brought up the topic of boo baskets, and we got carried away. But anyway. Got to give you boo. Hey, hey, in my absence, that was the one two weeks ago y'all did. And uh, I listened to it. I got to be, you know, with all clarity, I did listen to my my bros. And uh, I learned something there about boo baskets. And, uh, you know, I got to, so so right now I got to get my boo a basket. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bill, what would you, what would you want in your boo basket? Well, I would want in my boo basket would be. Look, pr- price is uh, no object. All right. So, there's got to be some very, 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 very cold Diet Coke in my boo basket. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, very cold Diet Coke. Um, I would say uh, national championship tickets that the Alabama Crimson Tide will be playing for. All right. And uh, probably uh, some compression socks because I'm getting old and I'm worried about the diabetes. <laughs> He's finally accepted it, folks. <laughs> Oh man, that's good stuff. That's great A quality content right there. Because you can't go hiking through a stadium if you got the diabetes. No, you, you gotta can't. have the you gotta get compression yeah. and some memory foam slippers. Yeah, absolutely. And one of those really, really, really like thick memory foam uh stadium chairs with the back. So absolutely. Um oh, anyway, yeah, yeah, man. So Bama Bama did the deal, man. They they uh they welcomed Tennessee. Uh, with not so open arms into Bryant Denny Stadium, and uh, it wasn't pretty in the first half, but um, I don't know what was said at halftime. I don't, I don't know if uh, I, if Bobby Boucher showed up in the locker room. I've got no idea, but, but that second half team showed up, and guys, it felt like the Alabama of old again for two quarters. Well- it felt like that team did what we known they're capable of doing, and Tennessee just happened to be the one to catch it. Man, they they just they took it on the chin. <laughs> well, when Tennessee loses, it's a great day because it ain't that kind of orange you can sit with. No, it's, it's not. that inside of a pumpkin throw up orange. But I will say this: I'll tell you what I said at halftime. I was on a hunting trip with a very good friend of mine. I looked at him and I said. Forget this mess. I'm going to a tree stand. And yeah. I went and I went and sat in a tree for the next two and a half hours. And I was I was so glad I didn't have to think about football because that first half was so hideous. It was a and I came back I came back to the cabin. I'm taking my boots off, laying my gear down, and I looked through the window and I see them handing Nick Saban a cigar. And I said, Well, how about that? And uh what happened? 
<laughs> and I said, that's unexpected. And then the score came up and I couldn't believe what I was seeing because it was yeah. a shutout in the second half. Yeah, so exactly. Monday night, Monday night, I rewatched it or I watched the second half for the first time. And uh, yeah, it was two different teams. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe Tennessee was doing something a little different in the first quarter uh, that, that we hadn't seen and weren't prepared for. And we adjusted to it. I, I'm not sure, but. Well, the, uh, the first half, the deep. The defense in the first half stayed in a three-man front with no outside contain. And, and, and I mean, it's okay if you're going to have a three-man front, but at least contain the edges. And they didn't do that at all in the first half. No. And sure. so, so, so they just gashed Alabama's defense well for 20 points. And the only time the defense bowed up was when they had to hold them to field goals. Right. And, you know, and got to give that guy squirrel credit. That was a phenomenal catch. It absolutely okay. was, it was. But I, 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 I just want to. But why is why is a why is a two hundred and seventy pound linebacker covering yeah, <laughs> that receiver? That is that that is literally the question everybody asked. Uh, I went straight to Twitter after that play, and everybody on Twitter is like, "What's happening? Why is there a linebacker on their number one option?" Of course, that guy's built like match. Courtney Upshaw, <laughs> and but, he wears Courtney's old number. But I mean, he's built like Courtney Upshaw. Why is he out there with a guy that's half his size? Dude, I, I, I think I, I think still lost the chess match there. I think that's what happened. I think, yeah. I think that whole drive was designed to get that matchup for that play, and it worked. And and yeah. that's okay, you know. Uh, thank thank goodness the it, you know it didn't impact the uh, the final score in terms of who won the game and how they won it. Um, but man, uh, I, I I just I want to switch gears here and. Um, I want to talk about Tennessee fans a little bit, and uh, I'm usually not one to, uh, you know, I live tweet during during games. Uh, I'm not usually one to jaw jack and and uh, uh, trash talk on social. But media. your middle name is Jermaine. That's true, <laughs> man. But Tennessee fans came at me so hard uh, this this week after that loss, and of course, uh, anybody that's been on social media they know what the story is tennessee fans upset about cause yes i I want to point out i do believe that uh those referees in tuscaloosa missed some calls against alabama but if you want to sit here and pretend like they didn't miss calls against tennessee too you're an idiot oh i'm just gonna put it it out i thought it was pretty i mean tennessee only had what six penalties and alabama had Uh, one uh, i think it's it's not a little bit more than that but it's not it's not like it's not like they had Alabama it's not like Tennessee had 15 and Alabama had one. Yeah, Tennessee also was, you know, throwing punches and they also had, you know, guys yeah, there was faking injuries yeah. who don't know, you know, if it's their elbow or their knee, you know, every everybody all, all the Tennessee fans have conveniently forgotten about that. You know, those right. uh, it, but it uh, look and we did it last year um at the Tennessee game, and there were some questionable calls in that game, but the the, the game should have never been in, in the position to where it was determined by penalties in the first place. Um, I feel like if you're in a position as a team to where a penalty is going to determine the outcome of the game, you failed anyway, um, whether you win or lose. And there was no penalty ultimately that decided Alabama beat you with 27 unanswered points, um, you know, and yeah, so, it's not it's not like they had penalties that brought back touchdowns. 
No, exactly. Like we've been experiencing all year. Yeah, like Alabama has had six of those this year. Yeah. Yeah, they're just sore losers. You know, it goes back to that video from 20 years ago. You know, they just, they're sore losers. They're jealous that they're not Alabama. Does anybody know where that kid is nowadays? What he's doing? Yeah, AL.com actually did a, a... a story on tracking down the guy that recorded the video and that guy doing the, I hate out, I hate Tennessee, the, the, I hate Tennessee guy. I think he's like a IT specialist in Silicon Valley now. Good for him. Yeah. And like, like doing really well. And the guy that made the video is like a priest. Now <laughs> we, we all know, we all know why the rest are Alabama. Why? Why that? It's it's the it's the Bryant statue, which is not a statue. I don't know why <laughs> fans call it a statue. There is a monument to Bryant at Legion Field. That's why. Yep, the SEC and, offices yeah. are where the monument is. Where? Oh yeah, the SEC offices are in Birmingham. So yeah, Illuminati that, confirmed. That, that actually, and, and and the game wasn't even played in Birmingham, so it makes absolutely perfect sense. That's right, it does. You know, oh my if, goodness, I could appreciate that argument if Alabama never lost a game. That's right, they're you know, irrational. I, I could appreciate that argument if Alabama goes up to Knoxville last year and yep. gets a clear interception called back when your returner's twenty yards down the field and a flag gets thrown for pass interference. From the uh, other know, side of the field. Exactly. Yeah. You know, things like that. Like, I, I could appreciate that. I could appreciate that if the Tennessee player, let's say he was going for the ball on Jace McClellan, but made contact with the head and gets a flag anyway. I could appreciate that if that happens. But you can't tell me that there's some conspiracy where the refs are playing for Bama's brand uh, when there's a lot of no. things that aren't called against other teams. I mean, Bama's yeah. – I don't know if we are right now, but last year we were the most penalized team in the SEC. We're close to it this year. And we were, we were, we were. There were only two teams that were more penalized than Alabama last year. So I mean, Alabama in the nation, right. Alabama was a horribly penalized team yeah, it's last year. Stupid! It, it, it is the dumbest argument, uh, you know. The, it, and they have. I've, I've been keeping it up. I've got a weekly stat sheet going, and and they literally are cleaning up the penalties. They are. Now the 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 road games are particularly tough they're because be. because it's the SEC and unless they're playing at Vanderbilt they're playing in you know massive thunderdomes. Yeah, yeah, dude, Auburn's going to be a crap show. I mean, it, it, Auburn's going to uh, Kentucky's going to be loud, but it's only yeah, sixty thousand. Yeah, I mean, but still, it, it's going to be a crap show uh, just because it's on the road and. Um, we've seen Bama play on the road so far this year, and they haven't looked great. Yeah, uh, unless they're at Mississippi State, and they they didn't even look great then. They just, uh, you know, Mississippi State couldn't stop them. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just uh, it, it's the, the whole the whole penalty. Losing. Tennessee fans. Are, so I was actually hunting with some people from Knoxville, Ooh. and 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 I said, "Are y'all Tennessee fans?" They said, "Absolutely not. We can't stand that school." Because they're the most irrational, uh, Appalachian, crazy, you know, the people in it, it just out of their minds over Tennessee. And they said, so, so they started hearing about the, oh, the, the refs, the refs, the refs. They said, this is pure Tennessee mess right here. Yeah. 
can't can't accept the fact that they got beat. Well, you know, it's not like it's it, it'd be it'd be different if the if the past seventeen years were like nine and eight. But no, 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 they've won one game out of seventeen. Yeah, and so you know, you know, your defense couldn't stop Alabama's offense. Shut yeah. your mouth. I, I was watching one particular Twitter member, ex whatever, you, whatever people are on Twitter, ex whatever. They're expatriates. Ex, that's the, well, he, he <laughs> talk about irrational. He, he, I read his tweets, and I'm, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to promote him or his podcast that he said the Bear Bryant statue in Birmingham's the reason. Moron. You know, he, he made a tweet that said maybe the whole stadium will catch fire. Oh, that's cool. Wish death I'm, on 102,000 people. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's, that's that, that's that Knoxville. Rationality. I mean, is rationality a word? Maybe. Okay. Close enough. It's look, close man. Enough. Look, dude. They went and threw goalposts in a river last year. <laughs> they threw they mustard them. and golf balls at Lane yeah. Kiffin. Exactly. And then, and then the then the university started a GoFundMe to replace the goalpost. Yeah. I mean, they they went from being you know this. Amazing story because they finally beat Alabama after the, a huge win streak, and then, then they went. They, I mean, in 24 hours, they turned into the laughing stock of college football. You know, and, and then they go crap themselves and and you know play themselves out of a, the playoff picture. And so, I, and they're going to do this, hey, guys. Guess what? You could have beat Alabama this year. You could have. This was the year where you could have done it again. And guess what? You didn't. And guess what? I'll go a step further. Even if you did, you're still not making the playoffs. That's right. You're still not making the playoffs. Because they're not going to beat Georgia. No, they're not. They're not going to beat Georgia. And even if they they, Wait, they made it to the SEC, they're not going to win the who, SEC. Who, who else did they not beat this team? Uh, they got beat by Florida, man. Exactly. They, didn't just, they didn't just lose to Florida. They got stomped by Florida. I watched that game. They that sure like, did. Florida beat them worse than Alabama did. They sure did. Let's see. And Florida's bad. Yeah, they got manhandled. And so yeah. I, you know, quit being mad at referees versus Alabama, and be mad at your football team. Be mad at Josh Heupel. Let's see it. I mean, be, this this guy, he can't even answer a simple question in a press conference. Dude, you want to talk about the biggest baby in the world? He looks yeah. like a baby. He looks like um, he he looks like Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. That's what he looks like. Damn it, Bobby. that gummit, Bobby. Yeah, he looks yeah. like that. That's my purse. I don't need. Yeah, that's yeah. what he looks like. Yeah, getting up there, tapping his hands, and you know, with his triple chin, you know, keeping his mouth shut when asked about penalties. Hey, get out of here, man. Yeah. Again, you don't you don't want to talk about the player that you or one of your staffers told to fake an injury at the end of the game. Sure, he it's didn't know not yeah. illegal, quote unquote, but it's definitely not ethical, man. Get out of here, dude. yeah. Look at yeah, it, that's a, that's that hypocrisy, man. Yeah, I got no sympathy for those folks, and you know, there there weren't enough non penalties or penalties to change that game. No, it, you know, maybe the worst penalty I can remember seeing. Other than that, that pass interference on Kool Aid last year at Knoxville, uh, you know he's on the forty after he's returned the interception. And the flag comes out, mm-hmm. and uh, 
uh, that one, and then the worst one before that is Ohio State and Miami in the BCS. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Was that 01? And um, and there that 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 was that was a if you watch it in slow motion, it really looks like it should have been called. And, and in live, it's like, no, you don't call that. Yeah, <laughs> man. Look, but he, that he, was he, a game changer. And, you know, you don't, you don't, you know, the refs now that officiating crew that was at Alabama, Tennessee last year, they are a notoriously bad officiating. crew. Yes. I have watched them pull the same show. Uh, in several different SEC games, not including Alabama or Tennessee. They, that's the same crew that when Bo Nix spiked the ball backwards of, against Arkansas about three years ago. Yeah, they screwed Arkansas out of the game. They, yeah. they called that an incomplete pass, a spike in the ball, and it should have been a that. fumble. Yeah, it should have been a fumble with Arkansas recovering. I remember that. That's that, right. That may, have been, and, and that may have been. They called Florida. They've, they've called a lot of games where they, they insert themselves into the game instead of just calling the game yeah what were you saying chris hey they inserted themselves into the jack state game last night i can tell you that <laughs> yeah that was a that was a bogus uh, bravo sierra I'm call um, i'm with you definitely that, that, that that was like ron sherry at maryland 10 years ago <laughs> he was giving him the business before before we talk about that, I want to say one more thing, if you guys don't mind, about Tennessee. Go ahead. Yeah. The, 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 the difference is the difference is this. Um, last year, when Alabama lost to Tennessee, um, yeah, it sucked. Uh, Tennessee fans threw goalposts in the river. The university dropped a commemorative table, coffee table scrapbook. You know, they rushed the field. Uh, there were Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Um, what did Tennessee do? They 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 went and lost. Um, you know that that was that was it for them. That was the culmination of their season. Alabama lost that game. What did they do? Next day, next week, refocus. Yes, they went and lost to LSU. But this year, it's the same story. You know, uh, no Tennessee fans didn't win. Uh, but that their season rests on that Alabama game. While Alabama yeah. is like, great, we won. We got a bye week coming up. Let's get healthy. Let's get ready for LSU because everything's in front of Alabama. For Tennessee, in their minds, it's a rivalry. For Alabama, it's not. No, that's right. It's not. It's not, not, it's not like it used to be. But you know, it quit being a it quit being a rivalry uh, in the Bush administration. And I'm talking well, about I, it, yeah, it's it's not a rivalry. It's not an way back football game anymore. Yeah, and, and like what? Here's here's what's so sad. The the hype around the win last season they're talking more about the their loss this season than they did the win last season yeah man yeah um did anybody get the did anybody pre-order the commemorative coffee table book from alabama no you didn't because we didn't make one because you're that irrelevant that's it but you know that's all, yeah. alabama, that's all i'm gonna say about that alabama is everyone's super bowl so Sure. Oh man, yeah. that's that. I have seen Tennessee fans using that line this week. That I saw that too. On your Super Bowl win, like really? Again, again, again. Your perception of Alabama is a Super Bowl game. Our perception of you is another game we got to get through to get to a national championship. That's it. Man. Our perce- our perception of them is they're a traffic. Yeah. No, dude. Absolutely. And, and we're we're on the highway toward success, and yeah. this is just another intersection. Look, man, and, you're a and we got through the intersection. 
Yeah, you are a business meeting. That's what you are. Yeah, and just uh, like LSU, when you're... just like Auburn, just like Mississippi State, Ole Miss, whomever, it's a business meeting. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. All right. So, what's our next? Right, other than just a congratulatory roll tide, what's our next uh, topic here? Well, Chris, Chris had, had segued us into the uh, JSU talk. I know he wants to talk about that a little yeah. bit because I know he's he's fired up a little bit. It, it yeah, really. And, and he got he got me so fired up last night. I switched over to a secondary carrier so I could watch the game. Yeah, I mean, right after that, and they re- they were replaying that 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 call, and I was like, "That's just some junk." Yeah, it was it was garbage. There, there's been a few people, you know, defend it and say that was the right call because they didn't, the defenders didn't give him ample room to make the catch after he called fair catch. That's hogwash. You can watch it. Nobody touched anybody. Oh, and then, and no. I understand. On a fair catch call, if the punt is muffed, the defending team, they're not allowed to then it's a, it's, fall until it touches the ground. Yeah. But it's a live ball if it's muffed, right? No, no. On a, on a fair catch, it's not a live ball until it touches the ground. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So the punt returner, he muffs the punt. He reaches out to try to recover it with his left hand with it in the air and knocks it to the ground. Well, in the process, FIU player kind of sidesteps it and doesn't make contact with it. And then if it hits the ground, FIU recovers. So it's called they, call, they throw a flag called punt return interference. And I believe it changed the whole outcome of the game. Uh, see, you're probably, it, yeah, you're probably yeah, right. And, and that's, that's the point Bill was making earlier about officiating. If you're going to gripe about officiating, gripe about officiating that matters. If, it's, if it changes the out outcome of a game sure you've got a gripe you've got a complaint that is a great example of officiating that determined the outcome of a game jacksonville still won right they did they did yeah they went on to score and i know and i know rita rodriguez is is thrilled to be living in small town alabama at least at least least they're not living in tuscaloosa so it it, it's it's wild to think that i'm from the same county that rich rodriguez lives in yeah (laughs) It's <laughs> crazy to think about. <laughs> I mean, he probably lives in like Gadsden or something. You know, speaking speaking of uh, in there, if there's a lake up there, I'm sure he lives on it. Speaking of officials changing the outcome of a game, let's talk about other game, other things that change the outcome of games. Sure, legal scouting. Oh man! Oh, the the story of the century, Spygate, baby, Spygate yeah. 2.0. The fighting Harbaugh's up in Ann Arbor, and he's uh, he is using uh, what is it? This kid, a, a former Marine. Who cares? He, he's not. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy named um, uh, Stallions, uh, which sounds like uh, a very bad uh, adult actor. Yeah. Look, I I, I don't. Just so we're clear, I don't mean who cares that he's a former Marine. I mean, yeah. it's just not relevant to the story. That's all I mean. It really isn't. Uh, People are blowing up. He was an intel officer in the Marine Corps. That means nothing when it comes to football. Not no, especially in the Marine Corps. Anybody who's been in the military, which I have, can tell you that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, that falls, the, up, that the, falls along the lines of you guys falling for those TV ads that say the sunglasses are military grade and you buy them for 20 bucks. This flashlight is military grade. <laughs> you know what that means? Right when you need it to function, you get yeah. shot because it failed. Yeah. 
That's exactly what that means. Military grade is not a good thing. Yeah, a military grade pickup truck. Oh, that means it's going to leave me stranded in the desert. That's what that means. You know, you know what a military grade spy in college football gets you? A postseason ban and your head coach fired. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> this this guy. Funny. This guy. I mean, mil. And I, you know, I've got a military background as well. And the greatest oxymoron on the planet is the phrase military intelligence. Oh, oh, no, no, absolutely, man. Absolutely. There's nothing intelligent about it. They're going to tell you just enough to go somewhere and get your face shot off. <laughs> now, we'll, I, I will tell you this, though. So in, 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 in defense of some, some brethren, there are some secret squirrel societies in each branch of the military that I don't have access to, I've never had access to, and they do figure stuff out. Yeah, but, but they yeah, don't ever they don't ever tell you. That's not what we're talking about here, man. We're this not this guy was the, the, this guy was not guy. that. No, this no. guy was not that. No, they they I've seen multiple pictures that people have taken on their phones where he's just sitting there and he's just taking video of the sideline. <laughs> I mean, the dude. Yes. If, if it worked, Michigan would have won a national championship. <laughs> you know, you get what you pay for, people. And so the word on the street is that Michigan allotted this guy 15 grand last year to go visit what they considered to be competition, uh, which included Alabama, uh, Tennessee, uh, Ohio State, of course, um, Georgia, people Penn that State. They, yeah, people that they could potentially play in conference or run into in, in the playoff and uh, take video evidence to fill their signs. Um, I posted something earlier this week that 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 kind of caught fire on Twitter and uh, yeah, that that video from the Ohio State game last year is pretty it's pretty um, damning. It's in, it's interesting that there the the Ohio State players are looking at the sideline to get the signals and the and the. Michigan sideline is telling everybody it's a pass before yeah, everyone Ohio starts pointing up in the air <laughs> before Ohio state. Even, and, and you know, Ohio state scored on that next play, which is ironic, but yeah, but the fact that they fit, they could figure it out grade. before. Yeah. It's military grade, man. Um, so I, there's a report today that came out that, uh, Michigan insider, John Bacon from the New York times. Oh yeah. I read this. This is good. He said, um, this is what's crazy. The guy, he said, it's pretty much confirmed that the guy that's leaking this is a mil, is a Michigan. I almost said military grade. He's, he's, <laughs> he's a, a military he's a grade Michi Michigan booster. <laughs> he's a Michigan grad and booster, and he's part owner of the Minnesota Vikings. A guy named uh, Jim Stapleton, and and Mister Stapleton apparently loathes. James Harbaugh. Well, and 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 actually tried to Harbaugh tried to get you know the Vikings tried to get Harbaugh and he actually canned it because he can't stand Harbaugh. And so, so what what Bacon is saying is that Stapleton hates Harbaugh so much he's willing to get his school in trouble to get rid of Harbaugh. Wow. So what happens? What happens at this point? I mean, Harbaugh's Harbaugh's got to be out, right? I don't. I don't think so. Here, here's here's the thing. They, the way the NCAA moves, I don't see anything legally happening until after the playoffs. Yeah, the NCAA moves at a at the pace of, of a snail 
you know, meeting a slug. Do you? And do you, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, I just don't. I have no confidence in the in the uh, NCAA doing anything correctly. Well, I don't. Do you think? And, do you and think t- that the university is doing you know its own due diligence and uh, could, could well apparently make a decision apparently to save face with the NCAA? As well, well they've got to do something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, know, you, you you've got to you've got to you've got to do some kind. Of, we're doing an internal investigation. That's all you have to say. And then you have to say that. But um, so Bacon, he's saying. Uh, that that um, you know they're going to do all that kind of nonsense, but because there's already been some investigations going on well, uh, they, about other things <laughs> with yeah with CAC with Mr. Khaki, that um, that uh, Michigan is under a gag order right now. They can't talk about any ongoing anything. So and this is another thing they can't talk about publicly. Mm. So um, what I mess. thought I find it interesting though. The NCAA does not own the college football playoffs. No, yeah, just like they didn't own the BCS. That's right. So, so exactly. So the com- the committee, the B- the BCS, the the CFP committee, they're not obligated to do jack for Michigan, no. even if they are undefeated. No. And they they could they I don't think they would, but no, they could can. potentially they could potentially say. This is such a grievous violation of of the spirit of football that uh, y'all are going to sit out in the playoffs. I mean, y- it, you should. Yeah, I mean, if the players here, here, are, are going to be held accountable for the same thing, why not? Right, and here's a twist to it: uh, Michigan Athletic Director Ward Manuel is a selector for the college football playoffs. Oh, very interesting. And and there's there's members of the committee. That I'm sure you know, you got plenty of former coaches and uh, and athletic directors that are probably appalled at this, and they're you know the the, the party line is going to be, uh, we've got to wait till all the all the evidence comes forward before we make a decision. That's the party line. Yeah, but bullcrap. Well, you know, but we know there's there's part there's 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 enough. I heard I also heard today there are twelve. Big Ten schools that have been sending video inf- uh, evidence to the Big Ten and the NCAA this week. Well, mm. you know, this is this is bigger than the NCAA. This is bigger than Michigan. Um, a source close to me says that if if the evidence falls into place and it is proven that they were stealing signs and signs, the sign stealing changed the outcome of games. Yeah. Right. Major sports books in Vegas, because oh, betting is a legal business. They have the, an open door to file suit against Harbaugh, everyone involved and the university of Michigan. That's oh, very, I didn't think about that. Very, very interesting. It's, uh, very it's, interesting. It's bigger than that. It, well, it's also it, it also makes me wonder how many people that are investing in that program, in terms of you know NIL deals and things like that, or money promised to some of these recruits, are going to pull that. You know, uh, there, there's mm-hmm. big implications to this. Uh, I mean, really big implications. Harbaugh's once this is over, Harbaugh, Harbaugh's gone. He's a dead yeah, man. He, he, well, the rumor's been that he wanted to go to the NFL for the past two years anyway. I I mean, who's gonna take him? 
I mean, it's not somebody probably will, but um, you know, he, Pete Carroll. Took well, the NFL, you know, y'all, we know the NFL does not care about morality and ethics. Can no, you they win don't. a ball game in, in Foxborough? But I mean, the, the, there's there's a lot of evidence of of uh, guys you would not want to be alone with your uh, female family members being head coaches. That's right. You sure agree there? Uh, at being being owners as well, <clears throat> Rob, That's Robert, right, <coughs> Robert Kraft. Uh, <coughs> and let's not forget the the Raiders. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh it, yeah, it's it's a nasty situation that has um, some pretty big, like I said, some pretty big implications. Oh, yeah. I, let's just hope that that karma rears its head and uh, Ohio State, you know, does what we think they're probably all going to do. Because Michigan well, hasn't played anybody yet. No, and I thought about that. I looked at their schedule uh, last night. All right, they're they're at Penn State next week. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they've got Purdue this week. I mean, Purdue has pulled some upsets and uh, some yeah, fun upsets. Yeah, they're, they're not they're doing rough. this year. They're rough this year. But <laughs> but at Penn State, to me, if if the uh, if 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 the uh, Feces hits the oscillating device. It's going to be at Penn State next week, and they, they, you know Michigan goes. You know, cause I, and if it's a whiteout at Penn State, that's a nasty environment. It's like Auburn at night. Well, good. I I, I hope that they get what's coming to them. Um, just based off of the one video I shared on on Twitter, uh, which if you haven't seen it, follow me. Uh, it's way offside's cotton. Uh, the videos there, you can see it. Uh, I mean, that's enough evidence for me uh, that something is going on. And I, I mean, un- unless some people move some things around or some, you know, some pockets get filled, there, there's no way that Michigan's coming out on the other side of any kind of investigation with clean hands. And so, it's, you know, it's, it's over with. Yeah, it's done. They're going to vacate some wins. They're going to have uh, a postseason ban for a couple of years. Harbaugh's going to be out, probably scholarship reduction. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, they're not going to get the death penalty. The the brand's too big. Yeah, nobody gets the death penalty. Yeah, unless that, you're at SMU, and then you that, come well, back. but that's third. That's forty years ago, and there's sidebar on that. The, the NCAA learned from the from the SMU problem, and from Auburn in 1992, taking away TV and. uh totally killing a program it, it hurts the rest of a league it hurts the rest of, of of football because it's it's they won't do that again they'll they'll figure out other things to do but they won't go as drastic as those things again yeah no um, I, I, and I'm, i mean even if they even if they were willing to do that to a program it's, it's not going to be in michigan the brand's no. way too big yeah when all when auburn was on a two-year bowl and tv ban and they were you know, they, they won 20 straight games that that was uh, detrimental to the SEC and to the rest of college football because the, the best team couldn't be on TV. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Lo- a lot of lost revenue. Yeah. And uh, and then SMU kind of was similar. Um, and I, I would even, you know, I, I'm sort of a conspiracy theorist, but I would attribute the downfall of the old Southwest Conference, the Big 12, SMU, and uh, at least those three things to the uh, 
overinflated egos of the wonderful future SEC team, University of Texas, because mm. they can't they can't handle. They're like they're like our friends in Tennessee. They just cannot handle someone getting the better of them. Sure can. Speaking of, speaking of Texas, this is a. Uh... This is off topic here. Uh, Quinny Years is out for a couple of weeks with an injury. I yep. uh-huh. so, uh, just want to, you know, extend some get well to that kid. And I mean, rivalry aside or whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a heck of an athlete. And, uh, you know. And I heard I he's a good guy. Uh, I'm sure he is. Uh, uh, he cut the mullet. So yeah. I'm on board. This kind of pushes us into another topic. Man, there were some struggle wins and losses this past week. It was a weird week. It felt kind of like, you know, separation Saturday a little bit. You started to get a feeling for who's real, who's coming into their, you know, midseason form. I agree. I mean, Texas struggled with Houston. Oklahoma really struggled with UCF. I I thought thought Oklahoma was going to lose. I I, I did. I did. Malzahn called a boneheaded play at the end of the game. No. Uh, Gus? Yeah, just yeah, I know, I know that they, they had they they had that game won, but anyway, um, and then but I, what about Mac Brown falling to Virginia? Man, you I know, love it. I love it. That was I, I had my my buddies I was hunting with. They were loving that, and but they were also sitting there, you know, with their jaws on the, on their chest because you know what? And I I just said. It was, it was a buddy and his sons, and I said, "Guys, you got to remember, it's Mac Brown. Yeah. He he can put he can shine the prettiest thing in the showroom, but he's going to wreck it somewhere." And it was uh, a nasty loss. It, um, but Virginia, I I, I, I was I, mean, I don't really care about Virginia, but I like <laughs> their uh, I do like their coach. He's a good he's a good guy, and uh, I was hoping for him to get some kind of a win that would get him. You know, well, there you off go. the he hot got seat. It. He got yeah. it. But Cav fans, Bill hates you. He just said it. I just said, man no, no, no. I, I said I don't really care. <laughs> I, I think, and I ladies think and gentlemen, Bill, that's how journalism works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think of Virginia as you know just this entity somewhere that has no bearing on my life. <laughs> and, you know, no, yeah, I know. I kind of you kind of forget there's a football team there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but absolutely. but when I, but I not do last I, Saturday, I do. I tell you what, the, the, you know, I do like. Yeah, I, I when when Virginia's got good sports going on, they're fun to watch because their their fans are confused about what to do. Bill, it's okay. You you you, you said you hated them. You don't have to convince them you like them though. <laughs> Yeah, it's, okay. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I, I do, but, I do appreciate. Uh, you know, a few years ago, when West Virginia, not Virginia, West Virginia had the the Florida transfer Will Greer over there. Yeah, they were having a good season. You know, it was fun to watch them that year. Hey, um, West Virginia's having a pretty good year this year. They are. They are. They, they certainly are. I'm sure. But um, fights and the Whitakers are. Enjoying. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew the conversation was going back to. That. We had to go there. Every and I show. Should. Okay. How, how about this? They West Virginia has the White Packers. Alabama has Roll Tide Willie. We talked about this, and I I'm not a fan of Roll Tide Willie at all. I, I'm 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 horrified by the Whites and the Whitakers because I think that's that is it's horrifically sad. 
Roll Tide Willie is just embarrassing. Yeah, that's, that's my biggest problem. He's embarrassing, man. He makes me not want to wear the A on my chest. No, no, he makes me want to rip it off his. But my sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. I've seen you act like Willie. Do what? I've seen you act just like. Uh, you, no, well, no, sir, no. You've seen me get upset. Uh, there, I, there, I, there I is a, about my football team, but you've you've never seen me belligerently drunk, and I can't put together a sentence. Well, I will Fair. say this. Fansville, uh, the Fansville ad that came out at the beginning of the season, everybody's losing oh, their minds. I know, I know what you're And doing. it's the first play of the game. I <laughs> know. <laughs> that is you. That is you every every week. Look, and and the, the, the guy, hey, I'll tell you this, this. This is funny. So where I was hunting, there's absolutely no signal. You can go to a T-Mobile, AT&T, or Verizon store and look at the map, and there's a white dot on everyone that has no signal, and that's where I was. <laughs> and um shout out to where my parents live. And um so um so I, I, I knew by by being out there in the woods and further I got in the woods, my phone could not physically get a signal. <laughs> so I knew I didn't have to worry about reading your text messages. <laughs> Look, listen to me. I, I'm telling you, man, that last touchdown Tennessee scored before the half, I, I think my text was like ball game. I literally got my daughter. I was like, "Hey, you want to go fishing?" <laughs> like, let's so that fishing. night, that night, my buddy and I and his kids, we went, we went out to eat, and we we got to t- we got to town, you know, hey, where, way away. Where did y'all go? And uh, where did y'all go? We we were we were in Wilcox County, Alabama. So when we finally got to to a place to eat, um, we sat down, and my my phone just started buzzing like like it was uh, like it was sitting in the electric chair. And uh, it was just shaking and the table and everything. And I looked, I had 187 text messages. <laughs> and we and, went nuts, uh, man. We, we, we went and, and I, I saw the, I saw the several of them. Well, that's the game, fellas. Yep. Look, man, we were but, down bad. We were down bad at the halftime. We were all feeling it. There is not an Alabama fan. Y'all can call me emotional all you want to. <laughs> There's not an Alabama fan that went into that half going, "Okay, we're going to win this football." Game. Oh, I, I was. If you, I, if you thought that, I you was actually. You, you're lying. I was actually thankful I was alone in the woods because I knew if I was at home with beloved family, I would have been the worst family member in the house. <laughs> oh yeah. And yeah. and and I, I said, I, I, "This is really horrendous." And I just got. It was so peaceful. I got up in a tree. I didn't see the first deer, but I didn't think about football for two and a half hours. Yeah, I would have just set up in the tree mad. <laughs> oh no, I, I would have been mad listening. that I didn't see a deer and would have just. Well, been, I, can anything go was, right today? It was just a beautiful time to enjoy the the creation the Lord gave me to sit in, and 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 I, it really helped me get some perspective on this idol I call college football. Yeah, but yeah. that's another I, topic. You know, Mike, you, know, you said you to sit. You just sit there in the stand, mad. Let's, I would have just sat in there, tree stand, just let, all kinds of mad. Just, I mean, like steaming from my ears, well, mad, just mad. Someone else cussing at squirrels and. Well, now there were. I had a squirrel convention where I was sitting. That drives me nuts during deer season. I just absolutely insane. You get all excited, and then it's just some freaking squirrels trampling. Let's talk about someone else that was mad. I think I think Caleb Williams is he's big mad. He's done. Caleb Williams is yep. done, and I'm loving it. He is a crybaby. You know, there's people pushing 
saying he should sit out the rest of the season. They sure are, and I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he does. Uh, I mean, his head coach isn't on campus to tell him to, you know, quit sulking, right? It's fishy, man. Yeah, there's I didn't know that going on. Yeah, there's there's some weirdness over there. I didn't realize he was such a crybaby until this, till that, till till they lost last weekend, and it's like. He dude didn't even get off the bench to shake the hands of the other players. I know, man. Uh-uh. Yeah, it sucks when you're not able to torch, you know, 120th ranked defenses. But and so, you know, welcome, because, welcome to the real world, I sir. Tell you this, uh, I can't even think of Utah's their coach's name, Kyle Whittingham. Kyle Whittingham. But you know, we were watching. Me and a buddy, we were watching the game. We were watching the end of it, and. He sends the field goal crew out, and we knew it was coming. We knew they were going to freeze the kicker. Well, Lincoln froze the kicker at the wrong time because the next play, he, he was on the right hash mark. Yeah, they moved him to the other. Yeah, they I remember. Go out, they, they sure did. Out, they, they run the ball to the center of the field, and guess what? Can't freeze my kicker again. Oh yeah, that new rule where you can only take one time out. Yeah, you can't. Well, yeah, you well, can't do two. Yeah, and he 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 burned it at the wrong time. Yeah, I think he only had one anyway. That's right. But That's still, right. even if he had multiple, you can't call. Oh, but, well, he still he would have been able to call a timeout because they ran a play. Man, that kid. So, right. That kid. Yeah. You know, if he would have let him kick it, he may not have made it. That man, that that close on the right hash mark is tough. Yeah. Either way, man, I tell you yeah. what, it, it 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 was a beautiful thing to see. I stayed up and watched that game. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I and, caught the end of that one. Yeah. I smiled ear to ear. It was just a good day of football. Um, everything good well, happened. You know, and these these two this week, uh, these past two weeks, and this one coming up, but the past two for sure, are definitely separation Saturdays. Yeah. Where, yeah. I think these, these next two two weeks are going to be very. I think I think I think this one's going to be one. And uh, and then of course, first in November, um, but it, it, it's just it, you know. So all those guys that you know, when Notre Dame beats Navy in August, and they start crowning Notre Dame and giving the Heisman to the Notre Dame quarterback, <laughs> <To> Sam Hartman. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about you, Sally Barrett. Yeah. And um. And and so uh, those those talking heads that you know, just tap the brakes and wait till. First Saturday in November. Yep. Because that's when, you know, there's an old phrase I heard, uh, I think it was Lou Holtz said it. Nobody remembers until November. That's right. Hey, did did anybody ever find Lou Holtz for Ryan Day? Did anybody ever um, did he ever get it? Did he ever get to Oh, he, he did say <laughs> Lou Holtz did he said something like he, he did have a reply to it. He was he was kind and kind of lispy about it, but he was good. You know, he said they still hadn't beat us, you know. Whatever, <laughs> and, uh, love it. But he, he, uh, I love Lou. I mean, I hated him when I, he I was did. at Notre Dame because I hate Notre Dame. But I love Lou. Do you guys and, remember um, the Doctor Lou segment? Oh, they were hilarious, Doctor Lou, Doctor Lou. Yeah, they were so good. And then he had the one where he did the uh, court <laughs> with Mark. Oh yeah, May. him and Mark May. <laughs> you know that that that, that what they should have never changed uh, college football final. Uh, no, it was worth, they should. It, I miss it. it. It was worth watching back then, yeah. and and the new version of it is you know skinny know jeans. You know, I, I don't either because I don't watch it. I, I love Lou Holtz, and I hate to say this, but 
as he got older, he reminds me of a Muppet character. Oh, which yeah. One? Blue Hole. I don't know what... Wait, but which, just a Muppet in general or a specific character? Take a Muppet character out of Lou. He's like one of the old guys in the balcony that yeah. complained all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and he flares and spits up. Yeah, I, I mean, but the thing is, look, and you, you know, if you've ever heard him speak yeah. at a, uh, a event, he will fire you up. Yeah. And he's got some solid content. Yeah. Oh, and really it's, it's so funny. I mean, he's got like uh, his one about prioritizing your faith is such a great speech he does. Sure. I, yeah, I'd love to hear it. And so, and he, you don't have to worry about it firing you up too much. He's got a built-in sprinkler system. So, no, but he all, but he all, but he all, <laughs> the the, and he always, you know, every coach can do it. They put in good stories with it. But you know, he he, he said, uh, he said he grew up in some small town in West Virginia, and he said, you know, I always had enough. He said every time I'd ask for seconds, my dad would tell me I had enough. You know, little com quirky comments like that. They grew up like in a shack with no running water. Sure. Yeah. And but he makes it sound awesome. You know, just because he he's got a great perspective. He's got a good attitude. Oh yeah. And yeah. uh and ever since he quit coaching at Notre Dame, I'm happy. Well, here, I, I tell you, here's this. And because Rudy Rudy was offsides, and let's just you know never forget. Here, here's a question. Here's a question I have. Since we're talking about Lou Holtz, and he's how old is Lou now? 84? 80, yeah. how, how old is Lee Corsley? About the same age. About the same age. It's apparent that they preserved Lee better than they had Lee. Well, well Lee, Lee has had, had so had many strokes. strokes. Yeah. I don't think Lou's had any strokes. Well, maybe I tell you what, man, we're we're quickly coming up on a day where we're we're gonna start losing those guys. And, I, and yeah, I think they need to put Lou Holtz on, on game day. They won't. I would, they they won't because they already fired him. ESPN doesn't bring anybody back unless it's Stephen no. A. Smith. Speaking of which, did did you guys see the Desmond Howard segment? I think it was from this past I, weekend. I don't. I don't. No. Talk about Desmond. I, I don't. Yeah. I'm sure he's he picked Texas A&M and LSU to win it no, all. No, 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 no. So he's talking. I can't remember who he's talking about, but he's got a female uh uh co co host or whatever you want to call her standing there with him. He's talking about this player that had a really good game, and he starts talking about how the player had big um, weenus, but with a P, energy. And he says the word, and he says it multiple times. He's like, no, he didn't. The, yes, this is on ESPN College Game Day Live. Yeah, that, that's one of the cringiest man. things. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, what the guy was thinking, how he got away with it. it what did, did did he go to the RG3 school of how to be an idiot? It was worse than RG3, and I hate RG3. And so let me, let me I, say this, and I, I tweet this a couple of times a week, probably, but it's been 25 days since he made some very blasphemous remarks. Yeah. And Robert, you still haven't apologized. You know, Bill, I, I was doing the same thing, and somebody commented uh, and responded to my tweet, and it really kicked me in the guts. I just want to share with you what they said. Um, what they say? I said, I, I said, I, I feel like I feel like Robert Griffin owes the Christian community an apology, uh, and he said, you know what, he doesn't owe you an apology because Jesus paid for it. Uh, or something. Well, that's a perfect lines. comment. And I but said, you know what? Rob, you're, you're Griffin right. claims to be a Christian. 
that's that. Yeah, that's true too. And he's beheld and, accountable. And, and, but that that comment that you received is actually phenomenal, and I yeah, I it's a good comment. Yeah, I do too. It, it really put it in perspective. But it really, just, I, I think what what bothers me the most about it is what you just said. The fact that he, you know, claims to be a Christian and is saying blasphemous. I mean, just ridiculous. Hey, I guarantee, I guarantee you, he wouldn't say that about Muhammad. No, no, he absolutely wouldn't. Uh, no, he wouldn't because. Uh, Hamas would come for his head. So he's actually yeah. scared of them. He has no reverence for the God he talks about. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that, and that, that, anyway, I'm, I'm just going to keep going out there, but yeah, Desmond has gotten goofy in the past few years, goofier. And I used to like Desmond, but it's almost like, it's almost like he's decided he's going to be an idiot and cash in on being an idiot. You know, I think he picked Miami and and A and M to be in the final four. Yeah, last year that was last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that about Desmond. All of the talking heads are turning into idiots. Well, they well, are. Yeah, but you're also you just said a it. Brand new generation of, of they're, they're they're talking heads. They, they, they don't they don't have they've got they don't have an original thought in their body. They don't know how to express it. They have to connect. And the, there's a there's a female that works for ESPN and. She, she, uh, all she does is repeat what everybody tells her. She does mm-hmm. not write anything. Of, you can tell when they ask her a question, she says, well, it's just like so-and-so said, whoa, it's never, uh, she doesn't have any analysis capability. She doesn't have any creativity in her, in what she says and writes and all that stuff. And, it, and I'm like, what's sad to me isn't her. It's what's sad to me is she's getting used, you know, by the establishment, mm-hmm. but just because she's a female, she likes football. Yeah. And, uh, so they're just pushing her out there. Hey, look, why don't you just go out there and just say whatever everybody else tells you and that we're all, we'll call it good. And they're just right. using her because she's a woman. Right. And, and I don't think she's got the sense to know she's being used. Probably anyway, I'm not, not going to say not gonna say her name because she's probably a very nice person. She she may be listening. Yeah, and she and I, I I imagine she's a very nice person whose bulbs aren't very bright. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas, we're at the hour mark. Should we do some picks? Yeah. Well, hey, wait. We need to do some picks. Wait. Oh, oh, Chris. Chris has got something in the chamber. Before we move into him, can I can I talk about Jalen Milrow for one second? Yeah, please. Yeah. I saw an interesting stat. I don't know the numbers. But you know, we're a lot of us. We're pretty hard for Jalen Milrow. Yes, and but for good reason. But yeah, do you guys realize that he is number two in the SEC as far as passing efficiency goes? Yeah. Yes. Right. And you, wait, wait. He's at top ten in the country. He sure is. So and I've got another follow up stat to that. But go ahead. Come on with it. All right. He's he's in his third year of playing college football. Right. And another quarterback in the SEC who is a Heisman contender, uh, Jaden Daniels. Right. Who is also in his third year of playing football. In every statistical category except rushing, Jalen Milrow leads Jaden Daniels. That's interesting. That's very, very interesting. I, I Jay, as far as when you as far as getting to your third year, Jaden Daniels has more playing time prior than th- this year, 
but uh, but as far as interceptions, completions, touchdowns, Milro at the same point in his career as Jaden Daniels, the only place he is he is behind Jaden Daniels is rushing yards. Yeah, yeah, and that's just because he hasn't been running much uh, in the past. No, it, he did against but, Tennessee though. But the, I'll tell you what, I went. I was I was thoroughly surprised. I went back on that rewatch, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, those are designed quarterback runs, and he did good." That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Very, that very fun. interesting. Uh, I, I said it during the Mississippi State game. Um, he's he's growing up. We're we're seeing it. He's still not there. Um, he may not get there this season, guys. But no. um, you know, he is he is growing up right right in front of our faces. It's it's. It's fun to watch. Uh, it is really you know, fun. They're coming back from twenty to seven to beat you know a ranked team. I was, I was going to say shout out to my buddies over at uh, Locked On Bama podcast, and uh, they uh, they were saying this week it's been a long time since watching an Alabama game hasn't been boring. Where we go in and go, yep, we're going to win. We know we're going to win, yeah. and yeah. we're you know, we don't sit on the edge of our seats. And this year we're sitting on the edge of our seats. And yeah, and, I'm not and used it's, to it. it's and it, but it's fun because it's, it's it feels like it's kind of new again. And it, yeah, and, yeah. And and those guys were pointing out said about about Milro said Milro's not going to win the Heisman this year. There's there's no possible way it's not happening. No. However, if he keeps up the trajectory we're seeing, he'll be and, the preseason uh, favorite next year. Egg, that's exactly what they said, yeah. and and what that does to the quarterback room at Alabama will be interesting. Um, um yeah, you're going to see some guys, some guys transfer out. My, I'm right, more interested so, to see what it does in terms of recruiting and and maybe pulling some of these big wide receiver names from away from you know schools like Ohio State uh-huh. and, and USC, yeah. uh, maybe Michigan. Because because we'll you know the big wide receiver recruits are going. Well, I, all I got to do is get open, and he's going to hit me. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's a thought for you. I heard this today uh, on my drive. I'm, I'm down in the Panhandle at uh, World's Most Beautiful Beaches this weekend. And uh, uh, here's the question. Does Arch Manning finish his career at Texas? Yes. Yeah. 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 He'll and, be the starting quarterback at Texas next year. Yeah. And and the guy that was, the, it was some pundit, he said, "No, I think he'll be in the portal at, uh, probably next year." And you know where he'll end up, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't be surprised. You know, he'll he'll end up somewhere where he's going. You know, Georgia or a, maybe Tennessee, LSU. I don't say that, man. Oh gosh, it, it, is, it is close to a few of them's home. Who who That's are, right? Who are his top three teams? It, it was were, Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama, or uh, Alabama and Texas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe it was Ole Miss, not Tennessee. I can't remember, but it was Ole Miss, Alabama, Georgia, and Texas. Okay. But, uh, but I could see him. You know, the speculation was all right. So Ewers is out, and they're not putting Arch in. And, well, that's because uh, I mean he they played him some this year and he stunk. Yeah, and they're trying to not burn his red shirt. Yeah, and and that's fine. But does uh, does that indicate he might not finish his career in Texas? 
Uh, potentially, so, especially especially if Ewers being out hurts his draft stock and he decides to come back for yeah, another. Season. That's right. Now I will. I will before we get into our picks for the week, I want to say this about Jalen Milrow. I said this last week. I said, guys, I'm worried that he's going to make some bonehead mistakes that cost points. He had a fumble and an interception in the first half. The fumble led to points. The interception did not, but it took points off the board. Yeah. And what I was really impressed with is it it didn't break him. He he didn't it didn't break him. He came back and he in the second half, and he he it was he just said okay that that was then this is now let's go. You know, uh, and I, that's piggy- that's a maturity point right there. Sure, yeah, and you can. I'm going to piggyback off of that because you can kind of see uh, him, and it's been slower than we've seen in the past with other quarterbacks like Jake Coker, but Milrow is growing into that leadership role that the offense needs, and he yeah. has taken on personal responsibility for a lot of the pre-snap penalties that we've seen uh, be a problem for Alabama, and and gone. Yeah, him and, and Coach Saban have gone to great lengths explaining how Milrose, you know, messing up counts, he's calling the wrong coverages, doing this, doing that, and it's leading to yep. these pre-snap penalties. That was something that was almost non-existent in this game. And yeah, look that that home crowd was loud, and they were loud when Alabama was on the field too. Um, they sure it were. Was, it was it was a loud environment, even though they were at home, and they did very very well. Um, in the pre-snap penalty departments, they they did better than they did two weeks ago. Um, it's, and things just seem like they're getting better. Who knows? In two weeks, they may just lay a giant egg against LSU, or they may do it against Kentucky or Auburn. Um, but it just seems like things are starting to gel, and this team is going to peak right around December. It just kind of feels that way. I kind of I'm getting that energy. I don't know. It's there's a good vibe going. And even if Alabama doesn't make it the way we want to make it, uh, the like you were saying, the progress is impressive, and it's it's become fun. Um, you know, yeah. You know, it used to, that when Jer- being as rowdy as it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, when Je- when Jeremy Shelley was kicker, you oh, know, God. we'd always go, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh yeah, he made it. Well, now we've been doing that for the whole team. And it, it's back what we said a minute ago. It's kind of fun having to sit on the edge of your seat. It and, is. Um, it is. You know, now, now the amount of roll aids I have to take at the end of the game is different. But the problem is when those games, as you know, in the state of Alabama, often lead to uh, They often say that again. Say, yeah, say it again. It, it, games like that in the state of Alabama, when when they're, you're on the edge of your seat and it's nail biters, it's always it always always leads to some sort of domestic violence. And, and I'm not saying a husband beating a wife. No, I mean it. It, it could be brothers fighting in the front yard, or, or it, it could just be a trailer park brawl. Those, I, those, I, those people are idiots. I see it year in and year out, especially around the Iron Bowl. Yeah, um, that and that that's a um, mm, that's but, a yeah. that's a different level of awful. But yeah, the, those people are, are morons. <laughs> so, the, anyway, that, we, that's so, that's all right. Let's get to the picks. Yeah, we definitely need to do some picks. Yeah, I guess we can. And 
Um, Michael, uh, are you going to be building upsets this week? I'll be honest with you. I have not. I've had a crazy busy week, and I haven't looked at the uh, the slate of games. But let me see if my battery is good. Here, oh, here we go. Let's see. I've, we got I've got a few upsets picked. We're good, baby. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, before we before we move on to picks, you can find all of us at Twitter or X, whatever it's called these days. Um, way offsides, Bill. Way offsides, Cotton. Way offsides, Chris. It's way spelled with four A's. Uh, on all major streaming platforms, uh, I, 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 my brain just went blank. Um, Apple, Spotify, Google, Audible, <laughs> Amazon iHeart, and I think that is it. Um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, we are working right now to go live on YouTube soon. Yep. I believe Michael's working on that. Yes, yes, sir. You you can find us, uh, if you want to shoot us an email, you can get us at wayoffsides at gmail.com. That's way with four A's. And, uh, you know, messages uh, on Facebook if you need to. You know, we're, we're, we're accessible. You can find us. You know, if you want. <laughs> Too easy. If you want, I can give you Michael's phone number. Uh, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you respectfully, please don't do that. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll go ahead and give it. It's dial three for me. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> Dial three for me, Alabama. <laughs> Let's get into these picks. Um, Let's do it. My, my my trigger finger's itchy. We have we have picked ninety games so far this season. That's wild. Are any of us over fifty percent? All of us are over fifty percent. That's impressive. Darn right. You, you, you Michael, are almost at sixty six percent. Really? You have picked fifty nine. It's, not, it's the drill, baby. I've 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 got an extra point from the old miss bet we made last week. Okay, yeah, that's true. I'm at fifty four, and, and Bill respectfully is at fifty three. Man, I'll hold that fifty three out of ninety is not not terrible. I mean, no, it's a, a tight. It's and it's a tight race. It's a, it's a good 50, grouping. Let's see, fifty three out of ninety. Let's see, uh, uh, fifty-three. That's, that's easy. Dude. That hey, that gets you through freshman biology. That's there it. you go, baby. There you go. All right, the first one this week: Oklahoma at Kansas. It's an eleven a.m. kickoff. Oklahoma favored by nine and a half. Oh, it's at Kansas. It's at Kansas. Nah, give me, give me the Sooners. Give him the Sooners. Yeah, I like the coach at Kansas. He's doing a good job. Give me Oklahoma. I'm I'm gonna have to go with Oklahoma. I don't think Kansas has got the gas to do it. No, I yeah, think it'll be have, close. They'll, they'll get there. Oh, they, I think it'll be it'll it'll be close going into the half, but, oh, but Oklahoma will pull away. Definitely. Yeah. All right. BYU at Texas, two thirty kickoff. Texas by seventeen and a half. Uh, I'm gonna take the Longhorns, but I, I think there's gonna be some growing pains with years out. All right, uh, this is my first uh, upset of the week. Texas ain't going to cover. Oh, okay. And BYU is going to win straight up. Are you serious? 
I'm going to go with BYU straight up. BYU straight up. Wow. Man. That's a. I'll tell you what, Bill. Uh, it's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah. I'll tell you <laughs> let's, what. See how, let's see how it works. <laughs> Bill, you, I'll tell you what. If, if you're right about this game and BYU covers, I'll give them to you. I will drive to you and I will take you to whatever steakhouse you want in town. I tell you what, if he's right, let's give him two points. And and we'll give you two points. Go ahead and All right, it. let's do it. You're gonna get two for that if you oh, if you're right. And a state. So Chris, I'm assuming you're taking Texas. I'm taking Texas, man. Okay. Safe bet, man. I mean, it's safe week. Right. Now this this may this next one may be the game of the week. Okay. Um two thirty kickoff, Oregon at Utah, Oregon favored by seven. Hmm. It's at Utah, right? It is at Utah. Yeah. Like I want to say Utah. I really do. Uh, should do I? It, should do I, it. Should I? You know what? I think Utah is going to be riding the wave. And, uh, yeah, man, you know what? Let's do it. Give me the Utes, baby. It's, a, it's in their place. Let's go with it. Oregon drops their first one of the season. Utah. Well, and uh, this will be their second one because they lost to Washington. And I'm picking oh yeah, they Utah did lose to Washington. Well. I completely forgot. Thank you. Yeah, I'm picking Utah as well because Kyle Whittingham will he will dial up a def- an SEC caliber defense for this game. Yeah, that's that's something that's interesting about Utah is they feel like when you watch them, they feel like an SEC team. They do. They really. Do. They will punch you in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. quick. I like them. I mean, yep. when, when's the last time USC's beat them? Uh, <laughs> not yes, last week. It wasn't last week. <laughs> um, if I'm not mistaken, they beat USC four straight. Wow. I believe you're right. That's impressive. Caleb Williams has lost two and three times in a row. So Caleb Williams is going to leave college football and never have beat Utah. And, and you know, there's another streak on the line, too. What I'm is tweeting that? It's, one, it's one of our picks coming up. We'll get to it in a minute. Okay, we'll get to it in a minute. All right. Well, I'm going with Utah on that one also. Oh, wow. Three for three. All on right. Yeah, I like it. I'm high on, I've been high on Utah since they beat Nick Saban in what, 07? I forgot uh, about that, that was, dude. In the that was 08, my friend. <laughs> in the show. Yeah. I forgot about that, man. That was when Andre Smith went and signed with an agent right before the game. That's it. Yeah. Hey, Everybody I, was like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> The, the one loss I'm trying to forget is Louisiana Monroe. So, oh man, that's that's excusable. Don't worry about it. That was all. That hey, was that was six national you're... championships ago, buddy. That's right. Roll time. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Duke, what? A, yeah. Duke at Louisville. Two thirty kickoff. Louisville by four. That's what they're favored by. No, Duke. You're, nope. going, you're going with Duke. Duke. Yes, sir. Let, let me. Let me. And I've got the Wait. I've got the Dukies as well. All right, now I'm I'm gonna say this: oh, they may be without their starting quarterback. Oof. <laughs> they, they've ha- on, they've man. had a week gotta, to prepare. You give us that information to start. Hey, <laughs> hey, this guy, we are grown here. You've got to do your own research. I'm I'm busy. I'm busy. Uh, in that case, give me Louisville. But it, it man, can I pick Duke if? Uh, no, plays no, come on. I just, I'm gonna stick with it. Give me, this. I'll tell you what, I'll t- I tell you what, you're, you know what, to make it, make it fair to all of us, I'll pick Duke. 
Okay, that works. All right. Uh, I, 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 I think Duke is. Uh, yeah, I'm high on Duke. They got IMT. You know, and Louis- yeah, Louisville's Louisville's good. They're good, but I really I don't think. Uh, I just think I've got more confidence in in Duke's coach. I, I agree, and just I've watched both of them play in upset-oriented games, and Duke just looks like the better team. Uh, they just, I mean, they do. So, yeah, give me the give me the 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 Blue Devils, the Daredevils, whatever they're called. The Daredevils. They're uh, they're a bunch of evil Knievels out there. <laughs> just give me some. You write it down. Next one. Speak, speak, hold on. Let, let me get. I, I'm sidetracked now. Speaking of the Blue Devils, um, what was what was what Owen Hart the Blue Devil? He was the, I think he was like the Blue Avenger or something like that, or something. The Blue Nuggets. Who, the Blue Blazer. The Blue Blazer. Um, okay, and, never, never mind. He wasn't the Blue Beam and the Blue Angel. Blue Devil. Yeah. Oh, right, no. He he ended up being a red spot, but you know. Come on. Hey, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> that's on. worse than me. Oh man, that's worse than Medulla Oblongata. <laughs> Sorry, Owen or Brett. Brett was my favorite wrestler, so that makes up for it. All right, moving on. Either way. That you had a favorite guys. wrestler needs to get you off my friend list. <laughs> oh, let me let me get composed myself. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. We, 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 I'm embarrassed. We, we, <laughs> we, we, uh, all right, one p.m. kickoff. Clemson at North Carolina State. Clemson favorite. Wait, a one p.m. kickoff? <laughs> That's what it says. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's strange, hey, man. That's strange. Let me. I, it could be. It could be a typo that I I, re, I wrote I wrote wrong. Well, it should be eleven a.m. or two thirty, right? And sometimes there's some threes. Thirteen hundred. That is a. That is. That's you, one if, o'clock. If you if you you subtract twelve from thirteen. Yeah. That's one piece. Yeah, they're one, they're, I don't even know what network this is they're going to be on. Um, uh, give me Clemson. Uh, it's like, the, it's, oh, it's the CW. I guess, is that the Cartoon Network? Oh, no. <laughs> no. So, look, I, I, I don't remember the game, but I accidentally caught the game that was on the CW Network last week for a minute. Right. And th- their graphics and their uh like blue screen behind their commentators and announcers like it some... looks like my son uh like did it uh, it's bad <laughs> it's really bad. and I, I was gonna say i'm not gonna say what i was gonna say because it's gonna be really bad so let's please move on okay <laughs> moving on i take give me clemson i didn't even hear I'm, who they're playing I, i'm going with clemson and and here's upset number uh four on my list NC State. Oh. NC NC State oh. usually plays them pretty close. Wait, wait a second. Bill just said upset number four. Yeah, because I already picked BYU, Utah, and Duke. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So you you consider Duke over Louisville an upset? Yeah, I they're mean, not favored. Louisville's favored, sure. Uh, uh, okay, all right then. All right then. I uh, get your point though. I mean. I, 
externally, it looks like Duke is, should be favored, but maybe Vegas knows something we don't. Maybe they do. Maybe. Hey, the line may move um, at game time. Could. You know, you never know. Well, how about this? The 9.30 kickoff, Oregon State at Arizona, Oregon State favored by three and a half. Now, I want you to remember, this is the same Arizona that played Washington this past week, and they played them close um, 15 to 7. Yeah, uh, I, I think that game was more about Washington than it was Arizona. Give me Oregon State. Yeah, I'm Oregon State on this one. The Beavers are going to chew some wood. <laughs> Do with it as you will. <laughs> Chris, who are you picking, man? <laughs> well, okay. this is a family <laughs> show, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Oregon. Oregon State. Oh, they're, oh. they're nature's engineer. They chew wood. Come on. Who's <laughs> oh, next? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Who's next? There's, there's no fixing this one. All right. Back up to 6.30 p.m. Okay. Um, Even though they, they dropped two in a row, they still get a primetime slot. Colorado at UCLA. UCLA favored by 17. Uh, UCLA. You going with UCLA? Yeah, man. The uh, the prime train Dude, uh, has left the station, buddy. UCLA cover. Probably, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the tracks have been greased. <laughs> it's... it's uh, Yeah, you know what? Bill just pick somebody. Don't don't make a joke. Just who do you pick? I am gonna go with Coach Prime, Colorado. I'm gonna have to go with the Beavers. Oh, never mind. That was something else. Um, I I gotta go with UCLA here. Michael, are you Uh, that, sir? Are you okay, Michael? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, I'm just making sure. All right. Um, well, let's move on to some uh, SEC picks now. Okay, bring them. Mississippi State at Auburn. Auburn favored by six and a half. So, 2.30 kickoff. What do you think? Auburn, man, Auburn is, is an enigma. They, uh. I don't know that they have anything really offensively. They, I think their defense is solid. Um, give me Mississippi State. The, uh, Auburn is an enigma shrouded in mystery, and I'm gonna because it's uh, in the Voodoo Palace. You got to go with the Tigers. Man, I just I, – I, I tell you what, Auburn fans are already calling for the head of Hugh Freeze, man. They want him gone. They, they need to relax. Because he inherited a pile of pookie that was on fire, and even the beavers wouldn't chew on it. <laughs> so, All right, who's up next? I agree with. I agree with. I agree with both of you. But I gotta go with Mississippi State. 
right, man. Zoot, I, I, love, the I love the love the Bulldogs, but I don't think I think you're looking at two first year coaches, and you got to go with the one that's got yep. a better uh, rec- resume. What I'm hoping, I agree. Hoping the ghost of the pirate travels with the team. I hope so. You know, did you? Guys but I ain't see, picking it. Did you guys see the video? Um, I, I reposted it of him uh, when he held a uh, like kicking competition for fans. Yes, and he had the fans, and he ended up the giving the guy a scholarship. <laughs> yeah, gave him a scholarship, and the kid went a hundred percent on extra points his whole college career. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. cool stuff, man. That's Peak Pirate, baby. Peak Pirate. Hashtag Peak Pirate. All right, here we go. This isn't this isn't the SEC game of the week. It could be, but it's not. Tennessee at Kentucky. Tennessee favored by three and a half. It's a six p.m. kickoff. Uh, I, I want. I actually want Tennessee to win this game uh, strictly because I want, um, you know. Want, I just want to want feel to better shut about up. Alabama. Well, I want I want I want to feel better about Alabama's win against them. Um, that win was a lot more dominant. You know, if that first quarter or first half doesn't happen, I, I don't know that that Tennessee would have scored a freaking point in that game. But anyway, um, g- give me Tennessee. Michael and I'm going with the Wildcats. Uh, it's because it's at night. And that they get rowdy up there, and Kentucky's probably going to leave the locker room still complaining about. Um, I mean, Tennessee's going to leave the locker room heading to the field still complaining about missed calls. So I'm going to go with the Wildcats. Yeah, it'll be interesting to find out if Bama took the wind out of their sails. And, and because you, and they they might go in there and just obliterate Kentucky, but but I, I don't. But UT's going into Kentucky. They're coming off the loss to Bama. They're going to be hungover. I'm going with Kentucky. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll I, stick. With I think the ball. I think one loss one loss creates two. Is my opinion. That's it. I, I could I could easily see that happening. You guys being right. I just I don't know, man. I I feel like we know we Tennessee's going to bounce yeah. back. Going to beat us. That's all. <laughs> all right. This is this is what I think is going to be the SEC game of the week. Georgia at Florida. But oh yeah, neutral site, and no Brock Bowers. No Brock. Bowers. Yeah, just still favored by fourteen and a half. Yeah, that's a uh, big line. Yeah, I think some of that is because Florida secondary. Florida is not a very good tackling team. Um, they they're actually a really bad tackling team. They're probably one of the worst ones in the SEC. Um, I think Florida gives Georgia everything they've got in the tank. Um, I just think Georgia's got more dudes, and I think Georgia wins a close one. But Georgia still comes out of the regular season with a loss. Well, what about I think you? I, I think uh, I think it's I think the the Bulldogs are going to get this one. Um, it, it's it's. It's who's got the most dudes and gas in the tank, and the Bulldogs got plenty of both. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's Halloween weekend. What's going to happen? Even though, even though your wife loves the University of Florida, I've got to go with the – I'm going with Florida. 
Really? I'm going with – Oh. I'll I tell you this. If they play Georgia like they played Tennessee – They'll beat, oh, that's Georgia gonna be a, by, they'll beat Georgia by seven to ten points. But I, I just that'd be don't, a great, they haven't I, been able to put that together. Yeah, it's, do you, I don't have the confidence in them to do it. I don't, uh, yeah. What the, you know, I'll tell you this. Uh, two, 2002, uh, Georgia was undefeated, and they go into the cocktail party, and the Zucker dialed up the best game Ron Zook's ever coached in his mm-hmm. life. Yeah, Napier's and, got – I mean, look. Napier's on an upward trajectory. He's got a really good class. He's out recruiting Nick Saban right now. Uh, and you know he had a, he had a speaker come speak to the team this week. Who you want to guess it? who it was? No idea. Tim Tebow. I mean, Stephen or Spurrier? Of course, of course. Oh, and um, I mean, not that not that he wasn't already there on campus. Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, having Spur, I mean. Spurrier comes in and gives a real good uh, uh, perspective on this rivalry. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think this kid, Mertz, um, he can get it done. He can. Uh, Florida's offensive line, a lot like Alabama's, is starting to find itself. Their run game is, is good. Um, they've got, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the SEC in Ricky Pearsall. The defense is what makes me so nervous about picking them in games. They just – they don't cover well in the secondary. They've got a huge defensive line, but they're slow. Uh, their linebackers are out of position a lot, and they just don't tackle well. And so uh, I think that'll be the difference in a couple of big scoring drives for Georgia. Uh, but, I, again, I think it's going to be a close game, and I do think Florida can win this game. I think they can. I just don't know that they will. Yeah, and that's I why I, I, I go with the you know Bulldogs. Yeah, I don't um, know. That speaking George of beating them by fourteen. But. Speaking of huge lines, you know, line men. I was t- talking about. Uh, oh, actually, earlier tonight I was watching Georgia Southern, and they had a defensive lineman that was significantly large. And uh, my wife and I were like, you know. Yeah, he's making tackles and he's doing a good job, but that young man is set up for life problems mm-hmm. with, the, with carrying that much weight and all that stuff. And, you know, we talked about Alabama's line being so big and all that stuff. And I was reminded, this is old man story coming out for you. Because uh, i got to have one every week. Yeah, we got to have one. Every and uh, the, the 1961 Alabama team that won the national, cha- Bear Bryant's first national championship, the average weight for the offensive and defensive line that year was 205 pounds. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's light. That's pretty wild. That's receivers now. Yeah. And that was the average weight of the O-line. Yeah, I quit, quit eating that, uh, that quote-unquote farm-fresh chicken, man. It's got all the probiotics and stuff it's, i don't know you know you speak of georgia southern you know they played one of their rivals tonight with georgia state uh, quick um quick trivia question here and bill bill know this answer i don't know if you will michael do you know who the first head coach at uh, georgia state i actually do it, it was it was bill curry bill curry that's right Sure was former yeah, Alabama yeah. and Kentucky coach, absolutely, and I Georgia he, Tech. I remember when he brought them to Tuscaloosa. It was like 2010, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and he and his. You remember his quarterback for that team was 
uh, I think Philip Starr, who had been an Alabama recruit. That's true. Yeah, he transferred out. Yep. When AJ it was something. Him. I think that was his name. Yeah, yeah, something. it was Philip Starr. My my wife had a uh, econ class with him. I, I'll never forget that. That's um, cool. Said he was dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, Chris, are we done? Yeah, you know, I think we are. Um, I'm, I'm surprised. You know, it's we we normally get sidetracked and you know off top. But I think we, we did good tonight, but we also still went for an hour and a half. We, <laughs> we, we 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 have trouble coming up with this content because you know we're we're just we're just three guys. We just love we love Bama football and we we love college sports. You know, we, we all have nine to fives and yeah, you know, we just like to get on here and have a good time. Um do I tell you what everybody. I, uh, yeah, it, you know, Halloween is on Tuesday, so you, everyone has ooh. Yeah, ooh, that's right. Ooh. Uh, Michael, have you got your uh have you have you went and got one of your happy mail pails yet? Uh so we went and got uh, well, we didn't go went and got one. I door dashed. No. Yeah. I door dashed a Happy Meal the other day. Um, and it came in a regular box. And I was I was disappointed. I gave it to my kids. Uh, it had a Pokemon toy in it, which I was just like, what are you doing? Man, um, the, fast, the fast food places where I live aren't up to par, which pro- a lot of people are probably having that problem. But um, it's okay, man. I've got a, I've got a collection of them. So no worries. Well, as long as you got plenty, but what I was going to tell everybody, um, um, you know, you got until Tuesday and you can get someone a boo basket and make them. Yeah. It's not that hard. You spend a few dollars, put something together, get one for your significant other, get one for your mom, get one for your dad, get one for your kids. Yeah. If you want to get me one, uh, just email Chris and ask for our address or my address. He'll give it to you. Yeah, or, or if you if you if it's that big, if it's you know, if it's if you got a beaver that's gnawing on some trees in your yard, <laughs> go get him to one too. But yeah, do it, and you know what? I, I'm, I'm I'm before it happens, before Thanksgiving, I coined the term turkey tote. Yeah, turkey tote. Yeah, you sure did. If you want, yeah. get them one for Christmas. I, I coined the term Santa sack. I like Santa sack. Wait. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I well, meant the phrase, man. We got to finish. Like, this. Yeah, this, this is getting out of <laughs> Say goodnight, Gracie. I meant the phrase. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll, um, you know, Veterans Day's coming up. Get them. Yeah. I don't know what to call a Veterans Day basket, but get them something. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a rucksack. Yeah, uh, yeah. All you need to do is put a huge bottle of 800 milligram ibuprofen or Motrin, a fifth of Jack Daniels, a pack of Pall Malls, and you're good to go. <laughs> and maybe maybe a rip it. And forty pounds of regret. Yeah, but yeah. It's probably, you know, if you if it's a really special veteran, you could throw some Copenhagen in there or some Skull. So, <laughs> so, anyway and make sure don't forget their non-line apparel t-shirt everybody needs one of those everybody that yeah. and, and they need a pair of tactical gloves 
come on, man. I told you that story in confidence on a podcast that we released to the public. <laughs> yeah, get, 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 get somebody a boot basket, get them a turkey coat, get them a Santa sack. Get them a, a what do we, we got to figure out the Veterans Day one. Uh, <laughs> get them a, 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 I don't know, a, uh, hold on, veterans, we're going we're gonna... to just go on their Facebook and, and write, thank you for your <laughs> just get them a just get them the number for the divorce attorney. Yeah. <laughs> veterans help them help them pay off that high interest Camaro. That's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, guys. Chris, take us out. All right, guys. You know where to find us at Twitter, social media. You got our email. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna call it a night because it's it's getting out of hand. Um, and it's late. Yeah. So, um, you know, guys, until we talk to you next time, um, read your Bibles and roll tide. Roll tide, fellas. Roll tide.